everybody. Today we're talking about self-hatred and what that does as far as attempting to find compassion for yourself and some self-love. This is the You Don't Own Me podcast and I'm Juliana J. Uh, this is the second part of a series. The first part we did was on shame and how that is a barrier to self-love and self-compassion. And today we're talking straight up self-hatred. So Shame has a lot to do with self-hatred, uh, I think. Um, for me personally, those things I hated about myself were really the things that I also harbored so much shame about. It just happened to be that way. I think there's things you don't like about yourself and you can really uh, fixate on them until they become something that you hate about yourself. You know, for example, weight. That's a common thing. I struggle with that too because I don't look a certain way. I have an expectation that, you know, I just don't like myself. I don't like my body. I don't look in the mirror at myself because I'm ugly. I try really hard not to look in the mirror like I do if I'm looking for, is there anything on my face or anything on my teeth? But I kind of keep it to that. I don't, um, I don't think that, you know, I don't look good at anything. Nothing fits me. You know, my hips are too big, blah, blah, you know, like I could go on and on and on and on and on about my looks and the hatred I have for what I look like. You know, that's just an example. People have all different kinds of things that they hate about themselves. Oftentimes it's because culturally we don't feel like we fit in if we have these things or feel these things or or want to be these things, somehow it's not acceptable uh, and therefore we're lesser and that leads to hatred. I mean, I certainly think like, yes, I am lesser because of uh, because I don't look the way that I should look. I'm not feminine enough. I'm not this or that or whatever, you know, um, and now that I'm getting older, it's like, oh, well, now you look old. So you know, no one's going to want you in the workplace. No one's going to think you're cute anymore if they ever did. You know, should I even go to this concert? Because I'll probably be the oldest person there and um, nobody wants old people. You know, so you stop doing the things that you like, you know, even because of this weird self-hatred about, uh, well, you know, because you won't, you don't fit into the category now. People are going to talk about you, make fun of you, blah, blah. I mean, I was just at a show two nights ago and I probably was the oldest person there that wasn't working, you know, I probably was. And so uh, the whole time, you know, I got in this thing where I was looking around, you know, and everybody's like uh, really young and, um, I thought to myself, like, I wonder if they're going, why is that old lady there? Are her friends? It's did she bring like, you know, her teenager here to the show? And now she's, you know, in the show because she wants to keep an eye on the kid or like, why is that old lady here? You know, and uh, and <laughs> I, I stopped enjoying the concert for a second to imagine what the people around me, I was like, you know, okay, they're going to think I'm this or that or, you know, and my hair, I didn't do my hair at all. So I had my just the top part of my hair in this bun right on top of my head like this, you know, and I was like, obviously, they can see now all my wrinkles and like, you know, my, my just oldness, saggy skin, you know, and I'm like, oh, gosh. So and then I went, what the fuck are you doing? You know, you're at the show. You're really excited about it. You're here with people that you love. 
and you're doing something really spur of the moment and fun and just lean in and enjoy it, you know? But that was my self-hatred coming out associated with my looks. Like you can have more than one thing you hate about yourself. You know, I think actually a lot of us do. There's probably a laundry list of things that we don't like about ourselves uh, that leads to this self-hatred in a way. Like I literally hate this, but I also feel like I can't change it. You know, we're kind of stuck in this thing of like, I can't change it. Therefore, I hate it. I can't change it. Therefore, I can I cannot change that I am like too tall. You know, so therefore I hate that I am too tall. I cannot change, you know, whatever it is that I look this way or, you know, whatever. Looks are a big thing. That's why I'm kind of talking about it. That's an easy one for people to have self-hatred about, you know. Um, and so, you know, I can't change it. So therefore I just hate it about myself. And I and I am so guilty of this. Like I just did it at the start of this podcast, if you didn't notice, all that negative talk about something about yourself that you hate. Like if you're negative talking about something about yourself, it's probably something you don't like about yourself or you hate about yourself, you know, and I know hate is a strong word and blah, blah, blah. So often that self-talk that we have, that internal dialogue or that um, deprecating dialogue we have to other people about certain things about ourselves, it's almost like we're trying to say to the other person, like for me, example, and all that talk about my looks or whatever, I'm trying to like, let you know that, yes, I know that you can see that I look like this and that's probably, you're probably passing a judgment on it. So I want to circumvent that for you and say like, I realize that I have this ugliness too, you know? I'm I'm trying to like find this common ground on something I hate about myself with other people, you know, and that just reaffirms to me that I hate it about myself, right? I'm just keep creating the situation where I hate this about myself. So therefore, it's very hard to have compassion for myself around these issues, you know, like, um, I did a I did a podcast on exercise because I can tend to get really, really just hyper focused on exercising so much so that I will not do fun stuff because I need to go to the gym or whatever. And it gets into this place where it's damaging to who I am. But because of my self-hatred, I continue to do these things that are damaging to myself because I can't find compassion and go like, hey, you know, you're 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 really worn out. You just want to go to sleep. You know, you don't need to go to the gym today. Or you know, your friend wants to go out for drinks with you after work, and you really want to connect with this person. You know, don't let your need to go to the gym on Tuesday night stop you from having these memories with your friend. It's totally okay. You're nourishing your soul by hanging out with this person you know, and, and that's equally as important. You know, I don't have that compassionate self-dialogue because I'm so focused on trying to fix something I hate about myself, you know, and then other things you can't change, like your height or whatever, you just end up hating on forever. And it chips away at your ability to be 
compassionate towards yourself, which then will lead to self-love. But the truth is there is something we can, we can change that internal dialogue. We can change uh, this thing that we don't like about ourselves. Like for example, being too tall, we can change that. And we can change that by changing our internal dialogue, you know? Um, and there's like, for example, uh, you know, you can come up with things that are great that, you know, I'm too tall, but it does allow me to get stuff off the top shelf or, you know, it is kind of nice because when I'm in the grocery store, someone who has a, is much shorter than me will often ask me to help them get something off the shelf. And I can make a human connection in that moment by helping that person. So when I help that person, it makes me feel good that I help that person. And two, I'm making a, a human connection, which is really beautiful, you know, and just to kind of make those things more important than I'm not fitting into this box of what I should look like, this little petite person. I'm not fitting in there, but that's okay because not being that gives me these other things that I wouldn't be able to have otherwise, you know? So it's really just working on changing that dialogue within yourself. And it's really, it's really hard because obviously, look, I just did it at the start of this podcast. I do it every time I put on clothes, you know, et cetera. So every time I eat like a piece of cake or whatever, there's all this, oh God, it's just so tiring, you know, it's just so tiring. It keeps going on and on and on this dialogue. I'm trying to change about that. Uh, and I'm trying to be really good to myself and, you know, it's not going to, I mean, if you can do it overnight, I want to know how you did that, but, um, it's a process that you have to be, you know, life's a journey. It's a series of journeys on various things. It's not necessarily the destination, but it's working on getting there. And in working on getting to a place where you have compassion for yourself, you realize that you can also extend that compassion to others. But at the same time, having a balance of the compassion that makes it back to you. Like when we were talking about in that, in the video on shame, um, you know, so sometimes you can get in this thing where you're so compassionate because you can so relate to somebody who's struggling with the same things that that you are so compassionate towards them, but you don't give any of it to yourself. And then you're in depletion mode at, because you're putting it out there everywhere, but you're not letting any of it come back to you. So working on strategies to let it come back to you, whether it's acknowledging to somebody, I struggle with the same things, I have the same. Uh, I have the same sadness about this. I don't like this about myself. Um, I have self-hate in this topic or whatever that is. And, you know, maybe there can be some mutual exchange of compassion because you both understand what it's like to be in that space. Maybe you join some uh, place that would share that compassion. You know, it's a lot of times why people go to Weight Watchers and things like that is to have that compassion with one another so that they can, you can get to a place where it's okay. I'm not the only one here in this thing. And I can love myself how I am, you know, and, but still work on it. You know, it doesn't mean you give it all up and whatever. I mean, you can do that if that's part of your journey, 
It can also be part of your journey to just find some balance with all of it. Um, and so that's kind of what I wanted to uh, convey about the self-hatred. I think, again, you can kind of do the same thing. You can uh, list out what you really hate about yourself. You know, on maybe it's two page of journal and on one page you list out what you hate. And then on the second page, you know, there's a correlation, maybe a little arrow or something or a section. And you write down like, what could I do to get out of this self-hatred? What are some things I can do? Can I list the things that are also positive about this? Can I list... uh you know, and one can always be, because I feel this way about myself, it will allow me to have more compassion to those who are feeling the same thing, because I guarantee you there's somebody else out there who has the same feelings as you do about whatever that is you don't like about yourself. So just being able to make that correlation, you know, what what are some good things about this issue I don't like about myself? How can I change my internal dialogue about it? Uh, what do I need to notice out in the world? Like, do I need to notice that, you know, not everyone is a complete little tiny, petite, beautiful person, you know, and um, there are other, there's all different types of people out there. And I, I am not alone. You know, you're not alone. A lot of times self-hatred can make you really isolated within inside yourself and that you're the only person with this problem. You're the only person struggling here. You know, you're not valid because you are the only person who stands out. And that's not true. You know, it's just, it's not true. There is somebody else out there struggling with the same thing. It might not um, be manifesting in the same way, or it might not you know, uh, physically or openly look the same, but it is the same self-hatred about uh, it, around the same thing that you're feeling. So, you know, figure out what is possible, what is positive about the thing that you don't like about yourself. And it can always be, it gives you more compassion. You can start with that and then, you know, move on. It can be things, like I said, getting stuff off the top shelf, helping people in the grocery store. It can also, you know, be like, wow, it allows you to wear something that maybe somebody else couldn't or, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Don't feel like they, you know, if you put down something that you feel is really superficial, so be it. That's how you feel. And that's okay. Nothing is really superficial. There is so much more behind that superficial belief. You know, if, like I said, oh, well, but because I'm tall, I look good in this and the short people don't look good in that. That can sound kind of superficial. But when you peel away what was said, there's nothing superficial behind it. Anytime somebody says a superficial thing or that you perceive as superficial or society in general perceives as superficial, it's really because there's some uh, pain or sadness or hurt or scar or wound or issue behind it that, that creates that um, talk. You know, it can also be that... Uh, People are gaining the language for how to talk about something in a different way, but it's coming out very superficial. Um, for example, in the last video, I was really worried about uh, my conversation around queerness because, uh, 
you know, that's a brand new conversation for me to say out loud in public, you know, um, about myself. So uh, I had a lot of anxiety about, okay, if I talk about this and I don't say, you know, I'm not talking about it in the most current or acceptable way, then that's going to just put more shame on me, you know, and the issue of my own queerness, you know, so what, you know, it just kind of feeds on itself and it, and, and you have to, you have to have some compassion for people that, um, people need to gain the skill set to talk about what they either feel shame about or have self-hatred for. And it might come out as a superficial comment, you know, like I look good in this and other people don't, but there's really so much behind that superficial statement that uh, find, you know, compassion there for that. There's there's some some cry of sadness in there somewhere. So uh, again, I recommend the thing I did in the other vi video to look yourself in the eye, in the mirror, you know, acknowledge this, I hate myself because I have this. And then acknowledge the positive things that come with what you hate yourself about. And say to yourself, I love you, which means I love this part of you. You know, this is something new, like getting old and looking old. I love that about you. You're on the life's journey. This is the section of being older. You know, you're in it now. What are you going to learn from this? What are you going to do? You're smarter now. You're wiser now. What are you going to do with that? You know, how can you move forward? Is showing up at a show where you're the oldest person a way of allowing others to do the same who would like to go but feel that they're too old to be there? You know, um, it's just really finding that all the beauty and those things you don't like about yourself, acknowledging it to yourself as you look yourself in the eyes and then say, I love that about you. I love you. I care about you. I have compassion for you. You are a wonderful person. And you are worth it, which is another topic we're going to talk about is not being worth it, which is kind of closely tied to these. So anyway, that's my thought for today. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I love you all. I care about you all. I support you all in your journey on self-love. So take care and have a good day or night or wherever you are. And I'll see you soon.